Hello, our Boss plug listeners. Today, we're going to talk about, I'm calling it that toxic trait that you know you have that you need to change, but as Savannah and I were talking right before this, it may not actually be a, to- I don't know if we worded the toxic trait, but that behavior, that habit, that thing yeah. you do that you know you should stop and change. Well, and it's holding you back. Like, what's that thing that you're like, oh, this is holding me back. This is why I can't get to like that next level. Like, mm-hmm. this is why I have those yucky feelings. Like, this is the, like, whatever that, I mean, we can all have multiple, but like, when I oh, think yeah. of that, I think <laughs> of like one thing in particular. I feel like we all can have multiple and we're never going to stop and we always need to keep kind of growing and changing but what's one thing that you could think of like right now as soon as you brought it up you're like oh yeah I know I do that for me specifically I know I and I'm thinking what it comes down to is boiling down to is like feeling needed I need to be that person that's needed that person like when it comes to friends of like oh you need a ride like yeah I did that for you and I mean I do it because I truly have a big heart and up until about a year ago it was bad like I you know, I wouldn't quit jobs because I was, oh, you need me. I'm the manager. I, mm-hmm. I, I handle everything. Like, your life will fall apart without me. Or, you know, oh, you don't have anyone to watch your kids. Like, yeah, I'll do it. And, like, there's some things where it's, like, yeah, in a friendship or a situation where it's a two-way street. Like, yeah. I was talking, like, I've done so much stuff. And I know my motive behind is because I want to feel needed, like, with you, Savannah. But... It's like, well, I've never been taken advantage of, but I've noticed. I know, yes. Okay, when she told me that that, that was her toxic trait, I turned around and I was like, but I do need you. <laughs> Which is good. It's like, but I realized that it'll be like, okay, no, this is a one-sided relationship where they're just taking and taking and taking from me because they know, and it's, I'm not their best friend. I'm not the person mm-hmm. that they actually go to. Well, and they, they never give back. So it's really just you trying to give and give and give until you have nothing left. And you're just like, yeah. what happened here? Like what are we doing? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I can think of a few jobs that I stayed in and I've learned so much about them. And this is things where it's like, okay, you still get life lessons out of everything. But like, I knew that I had been her longest employee. There was a lot of times like I wasn't a manager. I didn't have anything special. She didn't actually acknowledge a lot of what I did, but I knew she would fall apart without me. I, in the end, every time she would look for other employees, they wouldn't drop everything for her and do all the things and go above and beyond and blah, 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 blah. Because, you know, you're getting paid minimum wage, you're not going to go above and beyond. And I did. And so any little bit of, like, attention or whatever, it would I would feel needed. And it would be like, oh, yeah, you acknowledge or whatever. And there's still so many situations. So with that, I hear, like, I would drop everything and, like, go, for, go help that person. Drop everything, go help that person. Drop everything, mm-hmm. go help that person. So it's like, has anybody dropped everything and gone to help you? I'm sure you have. Can I think of it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then that's something where I'm really noticing that, like, I think this is a beautiful part of my personality that I want to help so many people and have such a big, caring heart. But for me to set boundaries around it of, like, you don't need everyone to like you. You don't, mm-hmm. not everyone needs you. And you, you can have a friendship where we have beautiful conversations and whatever, but, like, they don't have to need me. I don't have but to be I that <laughs> I we each other. <laughs> yes. And that is good. And that's where, you know, as a best friend, as like yes. a partner. But yeah, there was always like that feeling of, even though logically I could know I'm not going to be every one of my friends made of honor. That's a thing of kind of like, oh, but I want to, I want to be, you're made of like, I want to be <laughs> that person. Scoop right I in be here to number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it is that I just want 
to be that person. Yeah. Like, the person that, like, you call on, the peer... You know, in Grey's Anatomy, like, that, you know, Christina and... Yeah. Um, but it's hard to be that person to, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Like, and, like, I can't. can't. I can't. Luckily, I found a healthy, mature, stable person. <laughs> emotionally stable. Speaking of emotionally stable, what is your toxic trait? <laughs> okay. So, mine is, and this is something that, yeah, when I think of those yucky feelings, I think, oh my gosh, this is what I do that gives me all the yuck. (laughs) And it is, it's not just procrastination, because, like, I'm not really a huge procrastinator, but only in, like, this one specific area of, of, I I don't even know how to, like, word it. Like, I can only say, like, in certain situations, like, say I know someone's coming over, well, now it's like I guilt clean. I, out of guilt, do all of these motions. And that's not healthy. Of mm-hmm. like, well, one, people should just come over to my house and take me as I am. And I'm kind of flowing into that a little bit more. But also learning how to keep my house somewhat tidy. But two, like, for example, every trip I've earned with my company, it has been out of guilt and not always motivation. Which is like really weird because like well if you want to know my thing is because yeah. I want and I think it's my love language is words of affirmation at least one yeah. of them and I want the recognition uh-huh. I want it to be I don't I mean yes obviously going on the trip is amazing and I know I really really want that but I want to say yeah I earned it mm-hmm. like yeah I'm that person like I'm special I'm needed I'm seen I'm acknowledged same thing as like obviously hitting top you know, rank and status in a company comes with so much. And, like, mm-hmm. in the end, yeah, I need the money to pay my bills and all the things. But I want to be able to just be, like, yeah, I'm that person. Like, I have yeah. a title. I want well, recognition. Well, and I don't think that's bad. I think what that yucky feeling is is the motive behind it. Like, I don't think it's bad to go out of your way and help people, right? Like, nobody mm-hmm. thinks that's bad. But it's the motive behind it that I think is where it all stems from. Of Like, that's where the yuck comes from. And so if we change the yuck, so, like, if I changed my... Well, I did it out of guilt because everyone would think lesser of me. Like, you have to go to that ego. Like, I did it because of this. Like, I guilt clean because the pressure is on and I wait till the very last minute and then I hurry, hurry, hurry because now I am in, like, this frantic frenzy Mm -hmm. of, like, you have to do it or else they're going to judge you. You have to do this or else. And that's the only way that I can get, like, big, big things done. Like, I can do little things all day long, but, like, those big things, those really th- things that, yeah, when you think about it, it's like, oh, they're going to judge you. So is that where you think it comes from and what it know. is, is that you think people are going to judge you? Because I was even just thinking through this, it's like, well, why did it start? Where did it stem yeah. from childhood? I know where mine is, and I can talk more on it, but do you know, like, why you procrastinate or... Because I know there's so many people who are like, yeah. well, I procrastinate, and I want to get it done, and then they there is a deadline... I don't know, like, okay, for earning the chip. Well, it was because, I don't know, it's just personality or different brain wiring and you just procrastinate and then you get it done because you want to get it done. You've mm-hmm. wanted to, but it sounds like you don't but even want to. It, but, yeah, it's almost like I just don't even want to. But then, like, I do. I don't know. Like, of course, everybody wants to go on a beach vacation. But <laughs> that's not the deal. But Or even, like, thinking of, like, okay, schoolwork. If it were an essay and I had all week to do it, I would wait till midnight and do it, and I'd do my best work, and so then it's like, okay, do I do my best under pressure? So then it goes back to, like, 
why under pressure? Well, okay, my whole childhood I've been under pressure. Like, you've been in fight, flight, and freeze mode for quite some time. So it's like, okay, there's the yuck. There's the unhealthy, like, getting mm-hmm. out of that. And then moving into do things because it makes you feel good, not because other people are going to judge you. Do things because you want to do it and have that motivation. And I think that's where that motivation, specifically speaking for earning trips, is going to be that long haul of, like, to it because you have that motivation not because mm-hmm. of anybody else's judgment on you or anything like that that yuck factor can go away i'm hopeful that <laughs> well i guess that's whether you can pinpoint it or not yeah if you had a childhood where it was busy fast you're always yeah having to fight or flight and all this stuff you just know you work like some people who are like oh i you know i don't like drama nobody likes drama but they thrive in it or they uh, just yeah. They attract it because they grew up in such a crazy household that they're like, yeah, like for you, like you don't want to have to be panicking yeah, and doing it, but, but you I just only know do you things when I'm panicked. You because ha- that's just how you grew up, and so now you feel. Oh my gosh, we're <laughs> unraveling. <laughs> feel guilty. I'm like, what do you mean? You can have like a solid, calm, stable situation. Yeah. You just plan it out, and then feel guilty of just like, well, am I allowed to like take my time and, you know. For me, yeah. I know specifically, and there's been a lot, there's a few different stories, and I don't know if there are any one specific thing, but I know I was a very quiet kid, um, a lot of times in different, you know, dance classes, gymnastics, whatever I did, I wasn't, I was such the quiet kid, I didn't have friends in it, nobody paid attention, I was like always the kid that like, oh yeah, she's in her class, and I even have a specific one where I was in a like theater program we were performing a play they I went to I don't know there was like four or five different classes before this moment so we had you know not really auditions because we paid to be in it so everybody was going to be part of it but what part you do and so we had mm-hmm. played improv games we had all this different stuff so they knew everyone's name how many characters they needed the week they were officially giving out everybody's character I missed I can't remember why maybe my family was gone so the week after I came back and I was like okay so what part did I get they're like oh yeah we forgot about you and Aww. what part so they created a part and gave me like I probably was, you know, only at the level of having three or four lines anyways. But they added another part. And I just remember, like, but you knew I was part of this for, like, weeks. Like, my, we paid for it. So you knew you would find a list of 20 people and have to have 20 characters. And so at the time, I don't think I even noticed or paid attention. But now I go back and I'm like, yeah, like, there are things like that where I just never felt you, seen yeah. or needed. And many times, sorry, Dad, if you listen to this, but there's a lot of times where it's like, yeah, my siblings would get noticed for different things. Either they did things differently or they had different situations where they would just get more attention and for years it just always felt like yeah I wasn't seen and now I realize that yeah that's how I operate in relationships and business I want to be seen loved and heard Mm -hmm. which I'm healing that and working on that and then realizing like okay how many other people feel lonely in this world and can I show that to them and I think again part of it makes my personality Right, because I want to help so many people. And you do have a great personality. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> but creating boundaries that obviously, yes, I want people to like me. And I think having a really giving heart is amazing. But not everyone has to like me. Some mm. people, like, sorry, maybe you do need me, but, like, you can f- still find another employee. <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow, that's... The, this chat has been interesting in it of itself. Like it wasn't scripted or anything. Like we just nope. kind of 
We were talking, we were like, wait, 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 stop talking because we're explaining things to each other and we should just record it. Because that is what we want Boston Unplug to be. It's just yeah. the two of us, like, t- like we've had many late night conversations where we're watching a show or we've, you know, been drinking and snacking or just late night chatting and we're like, oh my gosh, like, we're so cool. Where's that go? Where's it? and go like yeah. oh wow we just had these really amazing moments and I think people should listen in and having those but it's do you can you think of something from your childhood or why you kind of okay so like not to be all like super sad but like I don't remember my childhood <laughs> I don't remember like I remember a few key moments and they weren't the happiest and I'm not saying like my childhood was awful by any means but like I think it was just a really stressful one where everyone was on edge and, like, walking around, like, on eggshells that it was just, you know, like, if I were to, like, describe a feeling, it was just, yeah, like, tiptoeing around other people to not, to just, you know, try and survive in that environment. And again, like, as much as I'm, like, defending it, it wasn't a toxic environment, but, like, it kind of was, like, especially for a child. I don't mm-hmm. think it would have been the best. <laughs> I know you've mentioned you like to make the plan, and then you procrastinate, and you get it done at the end. So yeah. it, do you find, whether it relates or not, obviously it's the making the plan, and then feeling comfortable and confident to, like, execute it and take your time. Because, like, from mm-hmm. you know, like, again, with the trips, you know many months ahead, mm-hmm. you know what you need to do. We will sit down there and break it all out like we've done it before, and then, like, yeah, you want to procrastinate and wait till the end. So is it, do you find maybe something from your childhood, you just, like, okay, I couldn't make plans, or plans wouldn't follow through, or be stable. Yeah, that was 100% it. Plans would never follow through. Like, ever. And so it was like, okay, so I'm, like, really good at making the plans, but, like, I know they're actually not going to happen. Yeah. Well, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) That hurts! (laughs) Well, I was thinking, like, okay, what's something that we each want to, because we both want to fix this and work on Mm -hmm. it, so what is it moving forward I think taking the ego out of it. Oh, that was going to be my answer. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that damn ego. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm taking that out of it and just being like, nobody, like, I don't care anymore. If the things don't happen, if I go out and do the things and they don't happen, or even if they do happen, because, like, it goes on both sides. If they mm-hmm. do happen, take the ego out of it. Nobody's going to praise you. Even, even if they probably will. But yeah. it's like, I don't care. Like, just as much as criticism and praise are both neutral as much as we want the praise and then we like shy away from the criticism no to treat them like they're both neutrals um and also I think learning how to get out of that stress mode so that obviously I can live a healthier lifestyle because like stress is not healthy and I think a lot of my problems as much as we thought it was earwax nope they're still continuing uh because stem from probably stress and that stress mode of getting things done in that last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, just moving into a healthier me of I can do things because I want to do them. And if I want to do them, I'm going to fight like hell to get them at my own time and at my own pace. And give yourself permission to, to start now. Mm-hmm. And also to like, or I mean, it's all little habits because none of this is going to be solved anyone's you know, oh, yeah. I know. Like, you have the like, big revelation of, like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I've acknowledged it. Wow, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. why. And you keep digging into it. Why, 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 why? Yeah. But then what are those little things? So it's just starting little habits of, okay, can 
you know, I say no to something or can I pick one thing that I normally would procrastinate? Could I do it now and start, mm-hmm. or even like getting better at scheduling? I'm, you know, I have ideas for you, but like, obviously I should work on myself too. But, <laughs> but it's like for me, to, like say for someone else, like here's yeah. what you need to do that. But for mine, it is, it's, it's checking in with the ego. And I, I want to mm-hmm. say his name is Colin O'Brady. And if it's wrong, I'm so sorry. We listened to his oh, podcast. You said your ego was called no. Yeah, that's his name. That is his name. But he okay. said when he was hiking, his gut kept telling him, don't keep going further. He was on a mountain. Mount no, no, it, it was, was the other one. Yeah. And um, I don't remember now. Yeah. Um, but saying that, like, my gut was telling me, like, don't go further. But he knew that he had literally told everybody he was going to be the first to break these world records. He was going to be the first to do this. Mm-hmm. He had spent two months hiking on this mountain. So after two months, you're literally so close, like steps away from hitting the top. But something in his gut told him not to. And he was like, okay, so once I acknowledge mm-hmm. that, no, this is what my gut is saying. He's like, I need to stop and check my ego. Because if my friends tomorrow go and climb this and they get all the praise, all the accolades, all the money, all will the shout outs, okay? will I be okay? Because truly in my gut, I made this decision. But will my ego be okay? Mm-hmm. And stepping. And so that's something I was like, oh, wow, yeah, really acknowledging that like, if I say no to this person, I set boundaries and we are no longer friends. If they no longer like me or they no longer need me or, you know, could I still be okay with it? And saying like, okay, maybe we are friends, but I'm not needed in the same way that we have actually a healthy friendship and healthy boundaries and healthy whatever. Yeah. Like, is that okay? And just, yeah, stepping out of, am I doing this because I want to truly help somebody? And this is something I'm acknowledging too. <clears throat> Would I donate a large sum of money and let nobody know about it? Cause in my head, I'm like, Oh, I want to be that person that like, and again, I think this is a good thing. I want to help so many people and pay for so many things. And I want to be the one that like, I literally dream of taking everyone on my team and taking all their kids and doing some big fun retreat and thing. Is it because and I think I do. Like, I want everyone to have fun. But it's like, well, mm-hmm. I'm the one who paid for everyone to do it. Now, in that case, everyone would know that I paid for the retreat. But could I donate money? Could I help without the person receiving know who it was from? Yeah. And that's where I check. And there's a lot of times, like, yeah, I don't care. But rechecking in those moments, if they don't know it's me, if, you know, it doesn't make a difference. They don't like me anymore or they're doing to use me. Yeah, just checking in with myself. And yeah, why am I doing is it because I truly want to like, I love this person. I want to be there for this person. I want to help them. Same like I've done it before where I've donated money to people and they're like, yeah, yeah, I'll pay you back. Only ever give expecting you're never going to get it back. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Well, and I think it was Gary V who said people can never take advantage of you if you're truly just giving from the heart. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. So it, it's like, yeah, if. So who cares if they're taking advantage of you? Like, do you truly actually want to help? And it's that motive behind it of, like, actually, like, if I have the means to, I'm called on this earth to help people, like, yeah. And if they use me, boundaries, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't have boundaries. But that's what I was able to do, and I'm proud of myself for doing it, you know? I'm being secure with myself and knowing what I bring to the table. And so if they do fail or they do not work it out like that's not on me that I Mm -hmm. provided what I could like especially as in a you know leadership position in business well 
my big heart takes on everybody's failures and be like, oh my gosh, like they could just win and I want them to succeed. But like, it's not me. As long as I know I am doing what I can, that I wasn't ignoring them, that I gave them all the resources, that I was there. I gave them the life saving or like the life vest. They had to put it on. I know, but it still really sucks when they choose to drown. It is. It does suck. Oh, I hate it. But? But letting go of like, okay, well that isn't me. Yeah. I did what I could. And I'm always growing as, like, a leader. But, yeah, that was my biggest thing. It's like, you know, Okay, you said you had some ideas for me. Go for it. Well, it was, the, it was that. Of it like, was that, get, yeah. You know, planning, like, sticking, like, putting out a calendar and sticking mm-hmm. with it and picking little things and, you know, just changing daily yeah. habits. I think, well, and I think it's not necessarily that, like, it's the, okay, so I do that. And then it's the, well, now I'll... Now the thought process, so it's really just my thought process, I think, that I really need to work on. It's now I'm going to disappoint myself if I don't do it. So Mm -hmm. I'm still operating in the yuck. Regardless of if I change my habits, if I do this differently, if I do that differently, I would still operate in the yuck. So I think it has to go, like, even a step deeper of, like, my own mindset to reprogram to not be like, oh, now you're disappointing yourself. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) We're going to... Speak from a place of motivation of like, oh, I can do this. I am capable of doing this. I want to do this. I'm having fun doing this. Mm-hmm. Not, you're going to screw up. And when you do, you're going to be so disappointed. And like, oh, we don't care about the outside influence, but you suck. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's just really learn, and it's going to take some time, but yeah. letting it go. Like what worst case scenario, like if... You didn't get what you wanted. Or, like, for me, it's like, yeah, if no one ever liked you again, if no one ever needed you again, but you were content with yourself, you mm-hmm. were happy with your decisions, you were good. Like, if you say no to somebody and they get super upset, like, still being okay and just working slowly on it. So hard. And, every, <laughs> and so many new situations come up because I've had yeah. it where, yeah, I was... T- you know, a year ago, I was being taken advantage of somebody who I wasn't really close with, but I wanted to be that person for them. And then I finally, it hit me and I realized like I could step back. And I was like, oh, I think I've learned my lesson. But then I'm sure many times over the year, I haven't. Well, a couple weeks ago, someone who I was really close with, who I was good friends with, who, you know, I don't think she was trying to take advantage of me, but I automatically wanted to say yes, because I'm like, oh, you have to be that person. I was like, no, no, no. Does this inconvenience you? Is this going to cost you a lot of time, a lot of you a lot of money? Mm-hmm. Are you actually doing it to help them? Like, is it going to, and like, you got to figure out, like, you know, and sometimes you do have to have sacrifices for friendships, but really thinking about it, is this someone I want to be friends with? Because that's something I've done is like, oh, you know, I just want to be friends with everybody. I want everyone to like me. Yeah. Trying to maintain friendships with so many people. But do I actually want to be friends with you? Yes, you, but I mean, <laughs> do I actually want to be friends with you? Do I actually like you as a person? Like, mm-hmm. just like you can choose who you're dating and who you're married to, you can choose who you're actually friends with. As kids, we fall into a lot of it of like, well, our parents were friends. We just went to church together. We just went to school together. We went to the same class. You were on my bus. So you just fall into it. And you don't have big conversations. You just, Do you want to play barbies? Sure. Okay. You want to swing on the swings? Yes. Now as an adult, you both have to put in the effort. You both have to have the same beliefs. And there's little things like we have talked about. I'm like, oh my gosh, I would have never put this on my like criteria for a friend. But it makes a huge difference when you can actually like your morals line up. The things that you, you know, agree and disagree on line up. Well, and even to, yeah, to be able to disagree and still be like friends. Mm Mm-hmm. 
where it's like, cause like I have very strong opinions and I feel like I just like trump you all the time. I'm like, no, no. But you can also bounce back and be like, well, I don't care. And it's like, okay, we're cool. Yeah. Like, oh, this is how I feel. It's your body and your family. Yeah. And how you want to do things the same with mine. Like, yeah, there are things. But I think that's just in general, everyone should be that way. Or if you're not, if you don't allow other people to have opinions. Yeah. And to me, it's like, okay, well, show me and tell me why. Either you need to be okay with my opinion, but if you really think I'm wrong and you're right, then you need to, in a healthy, respectful mm-hmm. way, Show me why I'm wrong. Yeah. And then be okay with... With the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, too, when it's certain things where it's, like, if it's a fact of, like, if you eat this poison, it will kill you. I don't believe you. Well, maybe you could give them the actual facts. If they don't believe you, that's on them. But if it's an opinion on just, like, how children should be raised or how, like, certain things with the government or whatever, like, well, you really strongly feel differently, but... Like, everyone's allowed their own opinion. It isn't an actual, like, fact. It's your opinion on how, whatever. Yeah. Take a moment to think of what that, you know, Mm -hmm. behavior is, that trait is, that habit that you do. And ask yourself why. Because, of course, you can identify it and you're like, okay, yeah, I can can work on it. But both of us here just had that. Okay, well, why do I do it? Why will it keep coming up? Because you can... Like I said, I feel like, oh, yeah, like I created those boundaries and now I'm good. Well, no, new situations come up because I need to feel needed and I need to feel like that person. And so it will constantly keep coming up unless I can heal that parts of me. So keep asking yourself why. Mm-hmm. Why do, do I do that? Does it come from childhood? Does it come from a memory? Does it come from a moment? Yeah, I and I think um, put it in your social media. Like be that vulnerable put it out there because I think that's the biggest accountability partner but also saying those things out loud Mm -hmm. bring them to light and really help us and others around us to heal from their own too um and take us in it take Izzy and Savannah 